Hello everybody and welcome to the 30th round of the LA Commute. We made it to that milestone. The big 3 whoa. The big 3 That is my age, actually. 30. That's a significant time for, for people. So guess what time it is. I feel like I'm a bit chipper this morning. A little bit more energy. But it is 7.27. And they're putting me at... An hour 14. 7.27. So it's... I I fucked up. And they're just saying it's going to be an hour 14, which I doubt. Probably going to be like an hour 20. An hour 20 something. I thought the traffic was going to get better when the kids... When the kids... Got out of school. You know? But it has not. It's still as bad as it was before. So we'll see. So yeah. 7.41. So yeah. I. That's the big 30. 30 is a interesting time or 30 is an interesting age I think that's the age where people assume that your youth is basically gone because I think for most people when they hit their 30s that's when they have kids and if you want to be a good parent then that means basically you have to give up your own life like a sacrifice you have to give up your life to get (laughs) a lot of parents don't do it because it's hard and it's not easy I mean it's just like I know people fucking hate it when they compare it but it's just like but to a lesser degree A lot of people get pets, but they don't want to invest the time in the pets. And I have to say, I feel guilty of that sometimes. I feel like I don't hang out with my pets enough. And the guilt really ferments within myself. Because um, if I haven't hung out with my pet in enough time, I'll start to have dreams about my pet. Not... Not like uh, anything bad or anything. They'll just be in my dream. And that'll be the whole part of my dream. Like, will just be something about my pet. So, I feel, I feel very guilty if I don't spend enough time. 
So I think as I mentioned before, I have a chinchilla named Napoleon, a cat named Atticus, and two koi named Bailong and Ikaroa. A lot of times, so Napoleon, he's in a cage, and I was actually start, I started to feel guilty about keeping him in the cage, because I was like, I don't think this is good, and I don't think they should be in a cage, because that sucks for him. And, um, so, when I first got him, I was like 20. 21, maybe. No, I was 21. Just turned 21. And, um, one of the things was, I felt like he didn't like me enough, a lot. Because I didn't get him as a baby. I got him from the pet store. So if I were to do it over again, I would definitely would have bought a chinchilla from a breeder as opposed to the pet store. Because at the pet store, he was already a little big. And I think he fucking hated people by that time. And I didn't really know. He wasn't super big, but he was like, he wasn't a baby. And he hated people. And we did not get along. Because I didn't have patience. And, but, we eventually, like, I slowly started to get him to like me just by, like, hanging out with him, gradually. And, after I hung out with him for a short amount of time, but then I started to feel guilty him because I didn't feel like he really liked me even though he was like okay so I actually so I actually was just like okay I'll let him like I act I actually um, opened up the door and I just put him outside I was like okay you could go like if you don't want to be here I'm not gonna keep you a prisoner but uh, he actually tried to come back in after I put him outside so I figured that okay at least he wants I gave him a chance to leave, but he didn't want to leave. I actually, he was trying to come back in so quickly, like I closed the door, like I was gonna close the door on him, but he like ran into the door when I closed the door. So, and there's, and then I've let him outside several times. I let him out in my backyard before. In my, my parents' backyard. And that thing is huge. And he always comes back. So I think he's okay with his situation. It's, it, this dude doesn't mind it. He probably would like something else, but he doesn't think it's the worst thing in the world. And for Atticus... Uh, I feel like I could just play with him more. He's a very needy cat. He he always wants attention. He always wants love. That guy. Ugh, that's why I don't. I barely make it work with a cat, and I really want to get a dog. 
But if I'm barely making it with a cat, I don't know if I have enough, I don't think I have enough time for a dog. So that's what's standing between me and getting a dog is that I just don't feel like I will be a good dog owner. I don't want to be a bad dog owner. I'd rather be not a dog owner than a bad dog owner. So, yeah. So it's hard to be a good pet owner. Because a lot of times... And for fish, you know? When I was a, when I was a kid, I had fish. Because that was the only pet that my parents let me have. But I didn't realize how much care it took. Because nobody ever told me. We just got like a fish and we put it in a bowl. And that was it. And then the fish died. But I didn't realize you have to like... How you have to deal with the water and check the water out and do all that type of stuff to make sure that the... And how you had to clean the water so often. And my butt back is fucking hurting. How you have to clean the water and stuff. And I never did that as a kid because nobody taught me. But with my koi, I'm very careful. I got like sticks to measure the quality of the water and things to make sure that everything... Is okay. But yeah, so like I said, that leads up to the fact that if you want to get a kid, which is like a million times harder, it takes a lot of effort and you really have to be ready to sacrifice. Otherwise, you're just going to be a really shitty parent. And then if you do that, feel like that's why 30 is such a significant time because in your 20s people don't expect you to have a kid. You're allowed to enjoy that time and do whatever the fuck you want to do. And when you get into your 30s, you're kind of expected to have kids. Also because of, of uh, I guess the woman's biological clock. Going by their clock, you're, they're kind of like if you guys are the same age. I guess if you're not the same age, you, you have a lot more time. The younger they are than you, the more time you have not to have kids. But you also don't want to be an old dad, I think, too. You want to be able to do the stuff with your kids. It's complicated. Personally, I don't think I've done enough stuff yet where I can have kids. There's a lot more things I want to see.
I don't think that's happening. They have like three more years. And one of the things I really want to do is uh, go to South America and Australia. South America and Australia are big on the list. And Greece. Okay, those three will be it. Because I really want to see Machu Picchu. I need to cross that off my list. Gotta go down there to see that. And I would like to see Russia as well. There's just so many things to see. It's so little vacation time. Go to Greece another time. It's not that big of a deal. But and Europe, Europe is always Europe. I feel like Europe is a place that you could always go to, any age. But uh, places that are not as safe or not as clean, um, probably better to go when you're younger. Unless, of course, you're under the impression that that place is going to get better. But when the place gets better, it's not really the same as it was. Like, on the backpacking trip that I went to, that I that we began storytelling with, I think a lot of those places have become more developed. And I think that if I were to... Not Bangkok, because Bangkok was already... It was already pretty... It was a thriving city already, so I don't think that one developed. But, like, the other lakes of the journey, where I went to more rural countries, I think they are probably have developed a lot more. And it's not the same. Alright, I'm getting to the part where they have, tell you... where the carpool lane is ending and you want to go to the very right. I noticed, so I, I left early, well, early for me yesterday, and I noticed that uh, similar to there, I don't think the left, I think there's times you want to avoid the left lane. And I just had no idea before because normally when I go back there's no traffic because it's so late. I left around like 7.15 or so. And there was a bunch of traffic. Popping bottles in the club. Getting slizzard. So the blues won last night. St. Louis Blues. St. Louis. Fun. We got their first championship ever. 
tonight is the Raptors versus the Warriors. past that area now I gotta now I gotta get out of here gotta get out of this freaking right side I definitely need to do more adventurous stuff that I couldn't can't do when I have kids I think for the most part like they say all the those tropes 30s like the new 20 or whatever some shit like that and I think it is true to some degree that it is like people who are in their 30s still younger but I don't think 30s to 20 maybe like 30s 25 may have like five more years that that sounds more more likely but I really got so one thing uh, I really wish I knew how to do but I it's not easy um I wish I knew how to sail. I'd love to have a boat and go sailing around. I wonder how expensive and how much money it would cost to do that. That would be a great hobby, sailing. Also like to learn how to golf. So much stuff I need to learn how to do. Golf, I think, comes before sailing. But sailing just seems like it's more fun. Who doesn't want to be fucking out in the ocean? Who does not want to be out of the ocean? I mean, especially because summer's coming. I wonder how many people you could get in a sailing lesson. Right, I need to get in the fucking all the way to the left. Yeah, so once you get to that uh, fucking... Once that carpool lane becomes the left lane, you definitely want to get all the way into the carpool lane. Because... That is the place to be. But all the way right, then all the way to the carpool lane. It's weird how that is. 
have no idea why. I have no idea what it's like on the commute back, too, if you commute back early. So I think one of the things I need to do is um, that I haven't done, and I may have talked about it before as well, is I need to set yearly goals that I want to accomplish, because I haven't done that yet. So right now is June, I have half a year left. This first half of the year did not do that much stuff. Pretty mundane. Pretty mundane. So I would like... So this year I got to go back to Hong Kong. And I would like to travel to another city in the States if possible. And... So I like to travel twice. I want to set my goals low. I don't like to, I don't like to set my goals so high and then I don't achieve them. I rather set them low and achieve them than set it high and not achieve them. If we could travel to three places, that would be fucking awesome. I have three weddings though to attend. Two are on the same weekend. They're not destination weddings, so that's not that big of a deal. That's not going to be too tough. Thank God. So... So going to try to go to Hong Kong, try to travel to another city. If possible, I'd like to up it to getting to, to two, two travels. Travel to two places. I really wanted to go to Austin this 4th of July, but I think we may be too busy to do that. And I would like to start golfing. So start up golfing and travel to three places. Those are my goals for this year. Very simple goals. Maybe I'll add to them later, but I don't want to... I don't want to create a bunch of goals and then they just don't do anything. Oh, no. So now I think I hit Norwalk area. And then I guess when you hit the Norwalk pocket of traffic... No, is this Norwalk? Do you want to switch to the middle lane? Is that it? Oh, 
was so excited. This is this is how my life is. I was so excited yesterday when I got the email from the client at like seven where it's just like no changes needed. Because if I had to make changes I would probably be in the office for another like two out three hours. But because I because they said no changes, I was able to go home at seven. And the craziest thing is at my last job I was just at work from like like eight to six. Eight thirty six every day. And now I'm at work from like eight to eight thirty to like close to to like close to eight every day. Plus the two hour drive. Two hours. If I had that two hours back. What would I do? I don't think I would use it that wisely. I feel like sometimes when you have less time, you're more... You you use your time better. You give people more time, they don't use it as well. They waste it. Because when I had more time, I didn't do more stuff. I just relaxed harder. Chilled out to a higher degree. So who knows? But if I if I had the time now, now that I know what it's like to not have the time, would I appreciate it more and utilize it more efficiently? Like take those golf lessons. Possibly, I think. I think it may be one of those things that right after it happens, you start to make changes in your life, but then it's hard to sustain. It's hard to sustain those changes. But if I just had, if I just have everything booked in, like, if I don't, if I give way to, um, if I, if I let myself fill the time, I may be less likely to use it productively, but if I actually just like fill it up with other blocks of stuff, then seven forty four. What is that? Hour twenty now? It's always fucking an hour twenty. No matter what time I leave at. Leave at six thirty, hour twenty. Leave at six ten, hour twenty. Always fucking an hour twenty does not make a goddamn difference. Does not make a goddamn difference. Maybe I should make a goal for how often I should see my family. Don't think I see them enough. Family and friends. Gotta see those guys more. I should make a five-year goal. 
That would be useful. Oh, God. Gotta think about this more. All right. All right. All right. We made it. It's fucking Thursday. God damn. Not only did we make it the commute, we made it to the fucking Thursday where it's almost Friday. We're almost there. Almost there. Thank God. Thank God. All right. Well, I hope you all have a fucking great Thursday. And yeah, we're fucking almost there. It's almost Friday. Could taste it. So I'll see you guys tomorrow. And I hope you crush it today. Peace out, y'all. So, this past year, was it this past year? Yes, I think this year I went to Universal Studios and Knott's Berry Farm. And I only went because I wasn't working at those times. I was in between stuff. And it was still fucking crowded. And I cannot imagine what it is like to go to the, a theme park on the weekend. And why you would subject yourself to that. Because to me, already going on a weekday... I barely felt like it was worth it. <laughs> like, because it was still crowded on the weekday. It wasn't completely empty. I think because kids, it was during spring break time, month, the month of spring break. And um, because of that, uh, it was still not as uncrowded as it could have been. But, um, yeah, because I think they're opening up a Marvel theme park at California Adventure or something. Some crap like that. And I have to say, I don't like it. I don't like them opening up a Star Wars thing in Tomorrowland and a Marvel thing in California Adventure. It's becoming like Universal Studios. And I get it that everybody loves this stuff, but at the same time, I don't go to Disneyland for Star Wars. And I don't go to fucking Disneyland to see Marvel shit. I'm in the wrong fucking way. I'm gonna swap the fuck over.
the reason I go to Disneyland is strictly for the nostalgia. I just like it because I, I went there when I was a kid. And when you change it to be this... Because I don't care about Star Wars or Marvel enough. Even the stuff that I like, like, for example, at Universal Studios, I like Harry Potter. But I don't like it enough that I'm going to fucking wait in line for two hours or go to a place that has a million people. It's like uh, fucking going to a restaurant... I rarely feel like it is worth waiting for food. Like, the longer that I have to wait for the food, the, the less appetizing the food is. The less I like it. Well, not true to some degree, because I just get really hungry. But I do like it in that sense. But I don't like... The, the more I judge... The more harshly I judge the place. And... When you go to a theme park, you're fucking waiting all the time. Like, each ride, if you go on the popular ride, it's like... You're waiting like an hour a ride. At a minimum. So what? If you're there for eight hours, that's eight rides. And the rides are like a minute. So eight hours for eight minutes of fun? That is... Bad economics. Bad economics. So, coming up to the 5 hitting the 10, after you pass the 710, you want to be in your left lane again. Very left lane. I haven't gone on this route. Wow. What the fuck is that guy doing? He's like weaving back and forth. This guy's a fucking idiot. I haven't gone on this way that much because normally they had me get off by the 710 area. And take the streets. But now there, I get to take the freeway a little bit longer. A little bit longer. Yep, I don't know. Like I said in the last episode, I'm out of touch. I don't get it. I don't get why people like to wait in lines. I remember when I was in business school, I think I was in class and I was talking to someone. And I guess I was talking loudly. And they're talking about places they're going to. I was just like, I fucking hate going to places with people. I don't like crowded places. 
And then I think my professor overheard me and he was just like, you don't sound like you're very fun, Justin. I was like, what the fuck? And I was just like, and I was, and my only retort was, yeah, I guess so. Because, and you know what the thing is? The, the major driving factor of whether I will like a crowded place or not is I did used to go to crowded places, right? I used to do that shit all the time. All the fucking time. I went to fucking EDC. And that shit has so many fucking people in there. But you know what the big thing is? You know it's the driving factor? That drive that drove me to do those things, that made those shit that shit tolerable, is that I was single at that time. So the more people there, the more fish in the sea to go fishing for. So it's like a good fishing hole. But when you're not fishing, you don't want to be at a fucking crowded place. Because it's just irritating, and you're irritated by the other people. Getting in my fucking personal space. That's the one thing I realized is, after, like, got in a relationship, got married and stuff, avoid, avoid doing stuff with people. Avoid going to places with people. Occasionally we'll do it, if it's something I've never done before. Just because it's something I've never done before. But for things that I've done before, I do not give a fuck about that shit. Even things I haven't done, right? Like, I've never gone to Coachella. But I have no desire to go to Coachella. Because I know, like, those the festivals and shit like that, uh, they're so fucking, just thinking about it tires me out right now. Because you gotta go there, right? You gotta park it someplace. You gotta wait in line for fucking parking. Forever. And after you get out of there, you gotta wait in line to get in there. And then there's just so many fucking people there. And that's, but that's fun and stuff. Like, you can have fun inside. But after the, it's over, it's just like this. It takes fucking forever to get to where you need to go to. Like, to get out of the parking lot, to do all that shit. It takes fucking forever. (sighs) So... The only place that I don't mind going to where there's a lot of people is Las Vegas and New Orleans. I think I don't mind it because, one, I'm not waiting in lines. There's a lot of people there, but there's no lines, really. And two, my hotel is right there, so I don't have to drive anywhere, and I can just walk back to my hotel. I think if I was, yeah, I think if I don't have to wait in lines and I don't have to worry about driving, 
I can tolerate the people, the large crowds of people. But, because when I was in New Orleans, my hotel was right, like, by the French Quarter. You just walk down there. And it was a blast. And I wouldn't mind doing it again. I didn't go during Mardi Gras, though. I don't know if I would like that. It's too too many people. They would upcharge you on everything. <sighs> and turning into... <laughs> so... Like, people say the 30 is the, the new 20 or whatever. I feel like I meant the 30 is the new 40 age already. Definitely becoming that old curmudgeon. I recently bought a jacket. And it was pretty expensive. But I'm going to just be one of those people that wears the same clothes all the time. I'm just going to wear that jacket all the time. Like a cartoon character. Essentially, that's what... I'll have one outfit that I wear all the time. And I think the outfit looks good. It's just brown leather jacket, white t-shirt, jeans. And I guess if I want to fancy it up, I'll put a dress shirt underneath, on top of my... on top of my white t-shirt. But that is my plan for the foreseeable future. the thing that I that I understand as I get older is that old people old people were young people at one point in time right but then they then they became old people and what happens when you get older is you just have so much more experience and shit and the way they do things it's most likely the right way to do things. It's because they've already done it the wrong way. So they, they're ed- they've educated themselves. Like another thing I'm doing, right? So I never did this before. And I know I should have. But I'm putting on sunscreen daily because I'm fucking starting to get like I think I am starting to get like spots sunspots or whatever 
and it, like also I put in like cream on my like uh, moisturizing lotion or whatnot on my hands because my hands are starting to look like a fucking like a fifty year old's hands, you know, like just super wrinkled, and gnarled. And just just trying to take care of myself more. I started swimming, too. Old people love swimming. And I have to say, it's not bad. It's not bad. Because the swimming, not only do you get your cardio in, but it's kind of like stretching at the same time. You elongate your spine. So I get it. I get why they do the stuff they do, because it's fucking... It's fucking, uh, it's fucking good for you, man. Help you live longer. Help you be healthier in life. So, people should do it. What else am I doing that old people like to do? Oh, drinking warm, warm slash hot water. Stop drinking cold water. I think if I've been exercising, I may drink cold water, but feel like my stomach is less upset after I drink a lot more warm hot water. I drink a lot of tea, so that is different. But, um, yeah, that, that has been helping me out too. Taking a page from the old people's book. Also, I don't do it, but I try to like do to some degree. I know older people, after they eat, they like to go for walks. Now, I don't really do that, but I try to, like, um, right after I eat, I try to clean. Clean right away. No sitting down. So to just help myself digest. Living that old man lifestyle. Like I said before, what I really would like to have in my version of the American dream is a large backyard where I can do yard work and woodworking and uh, have a pond and some gardening. (laughs) I wouldn't mind having a porch, actually. (laughs) That would not be the worst thing in the world, get a porch. What is this place? Where is it everybody turning into? Oh, I think this is a school. Damn. This is a fucking intense school. Because I saw these people turning in here before because they saw them try to get out before. Yeah, they try to get out right away. And this school children's school has 10 feet 10 feet fucking barbed wire fences it's fucking intense it's right off of 7th and Alameda I want to say Right next to McDonald's, too.
Yeah. So let, so that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, people look people people don't think much of the old people, but what they're doing I think if you start doing what they do at an earlier age, you don't have to do everything, right? You can still fucking drink ice water if you want. Nobody's saying you don't have to do that. But if you're like swimming Oh, going on more walks and stuff. I'm pretty sure that'll that'll help you out in the long run. Help you be healthier, live longer. Thirty's oh. the new twenty. Thirty's the new forty. Nobody says that shit. Everybody, everybody always talks about how something's the new whatever. Forty is the new thirty. To some degree, it makes sense in that in that um, as people live longer, they can do more stuff at a younger age, and if you're pushing back the the birthing years and when you have kids then it is like that I'm on 7th now well I've been on 7th for a while got off on 7th when I left the freeway I can see my building it is a very cloudy day today my favorite type of morning to drive into. I'm approximately 1.6 miles away from my work. One point six miles. Dun, 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 dun. I wonder what are the what's the spread for tonight? I feel like Toronto should win. So the people in these tents, they have to see them folding up their tents right now. Do they have to clean it? Do they have to get rid of the tents by a certain time? Everybody gets the fucking tents too. You would think that the homeless places would be, or the fucking tent places would be, pop, in and mad populated with people buying tents. But I never see homeless people in REI. <laughs> Because they all have fucking tents.
think if I lived in a tent, I guess it depends. I would, I guess I would want to live close to where I worked if I was still working. And if I was homeless, I guess that'd be begging. But I think even if I. If I was begging and whatnot, I would. I would like to be not be as far away from the city as possible. Because I think that would depress me to be in the tent and by the city. If I can get to some place that had some type of trees or something. That would be the best. Because then it'd help me forget that I was living in a tent as a homeless person. And it'd be more like I was, like I pretend like I was camping or something. But then I guess if the, where you go to those areas, you can't beg, so can lose income that way. I wonder, do the homeless people carry their tents with them? Or do they leave them out? They would go back to them. Then you have to be afraid that someone's going to steal your stuff. I would imagine you'd have to carry it with you then. But I don't see that many homeless people carrying tents. So they must hide it or like store it in hidden places. Because normally the homeless people look like they have no possessions at all. Unless they're unless they're pushing a cart. So I read an article yesterday. I was getting a little bit tired of reading the LA Times because everything is about the fucking homeless people. But they were talking about the migrant populations and how bad it is for the migrant populations. And I don't understand. What about the? How how are we helping out the? How are we helping out the fucking? Migrants, if we can't even help out the homeless. The homeless citizens of our country versus the migrants from other countries. We've got to help out the citizens first. Especially since a lot of these citizens have, like, contributed to, in some degree. made it 739 that's about roughly the time that they projected for me so that is amazing because it's never like that uh, uh, uh.